listening to the Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS podcast with hosts John Impemba and James Grande. What is going on, everybody? John Impemba here with James Grande. Welcome to the Better Baseball MLB DFS podcast and live stream. We are recording here, giving you our first look at Tuesday's 14 game main slate. James, we had 10 games on a Monday. 14 games now on a Tuesday. MLB comes out firing out of their all-star break with some big slates here, which is fine for us. We don't mind it. Big player pools. We do have Coors Field on this slate. Got some more potential weather across the country here. Colorado, including, showing a little rain symbol. St. Louis has a rain symbol. Cincinnati, Baltimore. So seems like we can't escape the the wet weather here. Uh, across the U.S. I know living up in the Northeast here, uh, it's going to be another rain-filled week as well. So uh, hopefully it doesn't impact too much of what we're looking to do from a DFS perspective. But my guy, 14 games here to kick off the Tuesday. 14 games, some very interesting bad pitchers on the slate. Uh, not a lot of top-tier names either after you get past Evaldi, who's struggling, Mitch Keller, who's Mitch Keller, and then, like, kind of just, you know, like good yeah. pitchers in not great spots. So it's going to be a very interesting 14-game uh, slate that includes Coors Field. And um, it's a, it's you know, it's a weird one, John. Yeah. I, I'm not going to lie. It's a weird one because there's a lot of bad pitching, but we don't know how many games, games are going to be. One guy over 10K? Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of bad pitching, especially when you get to near the bottom of the list. There's good – the best two hitting environments in the league on this slate, like – um, there's a lot to dissect, so let's not waste any more time. Yeah, let's uh, give a quick shout-out here to our partners over at Real-Time Fantasy Sports. Uh, go to rtsports.com slash alarm. Use promo code ALARM23. That'll get you 100% deposit match uh, up to $200 for new users there. Uh, DFS Pick'em Games, we know, of course, uh, that they also have all of those best ball contests uh, that we got going over there. Uh, you can play it real time daily, uh, pick them contests. You set a lineup of player props, hit them all, and win. Uh, NFL, MLB, NBA, PGA, the Open Championships this week. I'll have uh, our RT Sports PGA pick them props out on Wednesday. So be sure to check that out over on our YouTube and ch- Twitter channel feeds there. Uh, you go to RT Sports slash alarm. Uh, again, first time depositors get 100% instant match up to $200 with deposit code alarm23. Uh, please play responsibly. If you need help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. So, uh, James, they are partners over at RT Sports doing a lot of great things. Highly recommend everybody go and check them out. Uh, let's turn our attention now over to the DraftKings main slate here again. 14 games on tap. Pitching. You talked about it. It's, uh, it's interesting, right. right? Evaldi at home, but against Tampa. Keller at home against Cleveland. We got Edward Cabrera coming off of the IL to face St. Louis at $9,700. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Uh, Joe Musgrove against Toronto and Alec Manoa back on the mound again for Toronto coming off of an actually an okay start last time out for them. $9,600 for Musgrove. Taylor Wells against the Dodgers at $94. Giolito, who could potentially be wearing Dodger blue soon at $93. (laughs) hundred dollars. He's going up against the woeful Mets. Sorry, Vreeland. Uh, Bailey Ober at ninety one hundred dollars going up against Seattle, but they got Wu on the mound here. That's your nine K and above tier. And I gotta be honest with you, man. I don't, I don't, I don't like any of it. Maybe Giolito, maybe, but like, I don't, I don't know. 
don't, uh, I, don't, I, don't think, I don't know. I mean, there's I not like, a lot to like. There's not a lot to like. Bailey over? Bailey over probably? I would say Ober is definitely up there. Um, he's been fantastic. And, you know, early in the year, there was the peripheral stats that maybe suggested he was pitching above his actual level, but that has not been the case. He just continues to pitch well. Um, there's games where he slightly struggles, like in the Boston-Detroit starts, you know, eight strikeouts in the Detroit start to make up for the three earned runs. He still struggles through that Red Sox start, still gets you six innings. Like, yeah. he's giving you a pretty safe floor at this point. I mean, he's had one start with less than double-digit. He's had – he's made how many starts? 14, 13 of them he scored double-digit fantasy points. So, like, right. he's been super reliable in that in that aspect. I think Mitch Keller's in play. Like, the Guardians, again, are, are kind of faltering in Keller – you know, four of his last six starts have been great. Two bad ones mixed in there. The Dodgers, like, that's a tough matchup. Mm-hmm. And Milwaukee can be annoying at times. Uh, we talked about their inconsistencies all year. But in Arizona, seven scoreless. Home against the Padres, six yeah. innings, one run. In Miami, who at, has been a playoff team the entire year. Um, like, he's had some tough matchups and has fared well. Four of the last six, 20 fantasy points. Cleveland's not an entirely tough matchup for him. Um those would probably be the two guys I'd go over 6K or 9K. Yeah. Giolito, you know, he's okay. If he even makes the start, like, we don't even know when he's going to be traded. Yeah. He's going to be traded at some point. Like, the White Sox are dead in the water. Um, not You can get to Evaldi, I guess, but he's didn't exactly pitch all that lights out going into the break. He had that amazing stretch um, in May yeah. and or April and May, whatever that stretch of starts was kind of limped into the break especially against the red sox and um so you can get there if you want but i think it's her and and keller for me over 9k yeah i mean i I understand a lot of people probably looking to go to keller for sure um again i I don't mind giolito but ober definitely stands out uh guys under 9k maybe gets a little bit more interesting here uh herman had another no-no going uh Mm. for a bit and then he uh ended up giving it up and then uh you know, it's uh, kind of down from there. But then look what do you think of Chicago? Six innings, one hit allowed, got taken out after 74 pitches uh, in that game. Uh, was there weather involved? Or did they just pull them, pull them at 74? Like, why would they yank the chain so soon there? Uh, because he has control issues and started walking people in that inning. And um, Yankees have a top three bullpen in the ERA in the league. So why not go to them, you know? So... We've seen, I mean, look, we've seen Domingo Herman's inconsistencies at play the entire season. Um, he followed up, he followed up 15 earned runs with a perfect game. And then yeah. he came back out the next start, couldn't even get through five innings, right? Like right. that's just been Domingo Herman's MO the entire year. I'm not going there. I, I'm, I have outside of the one game, I think you were away and me and Colby wanted to target Domingo Herman. And guess what? Had a perfect game. Yeah. I've not lost money from not fading Domingo Herman, and I'm not going to lose any money. Sure. Um, does Scoogle ever get over the pitch count here? He's up to 63 pitches last time out. He's been phenomenal. He's been the Tarek Scoogle of old. He gets an interesting spot here against Kansas City. Um, but you got to be worried about the pitch count. Yeah, I'm definitely a little worried about the pitch count. Um, it's on the rise. We should get you know somewhere around 70 pitches, so – uh, I could see a scenario where you get to school blade 84 because the strikeout upside against Kansas city is there, especially when you have 11 strikeouts in your first eight innings, like we know what he can do. Um, so I think school is fine. 
Um, but if we're talking about just pure strikeouts in this like tier, like Brian Wu at 7,900 makes all the sense in the world. Seattle, you know, at home gets the team who strikes out the most in baseball against yeah. right-handed pitching. And Brian Wu has outside of that Houston start. And I, I won't include the Texas start because he got shelled and every game he's thrown at least 80 pitches in, which is all but one since his debut He's had five or more strikeouts. And in four of the six over 80, he's had seven or more. So um, Wu has tremendous strikeout appeal. He's going to be very popular here. Uh, but I can't fault anyone that wants to get to him because the he has the best upside, I think, of this tier. Sure. I like it. $7,900 is also a great price tag. Um, I don't mind going uh, Logan Allen, a guy that you like um, yep. against Pittsburgh here. That I, I'm not shying away from that matchup. You know, obviously he's drawing the tougher – pitching opponent going up against Keller. You also have to look at that pitch count or, or the innings for him lately, you know, not going too deep in games, four innings against Oakland, three and two thirds against Kansas city pitch count has been fine. It's just like, he's not, he's throwing too many pitches and too few innings here for us. Uh, but the talents there in Pittsburgh is just, they're, they're, they're settling into what yeah, they they're, bad. They're, they're bad. They're bad. They're so, bad. Uh, so I don't I actually, again, I haven't ever pitched Logan Allen this year. I know you've been high on him. Uh, I think I think we can look there. Um, attacking Yankees lately hasn't ever been a terrible option. I don't know how you feel about Patrick Sandoval coming off of a good start against San Diego, got lit up against the White Sox, but had a shutout against Kansas City. I mean, obviously the up and downs of a Patrick Sandoval here, but again, the Yankees lineup is just trash. So it really is the up and downs of a Patrick Sandoval because he's been pretty bad outside of that last start. I- I'll throw one more hat into the ring. I will say Alec Manoa here. The Padres' offense has been terrible. Like, say what you want, all the trade rumors swirling. Like, he looked really good in his return. And was it Detroit? Yes. Maybe we figured something out. He had 11 Ks in that double-A rehab start, right? And then they called him up, and he six innings, uh, and earned an eight Ks there. So uh, I'm with you. I mean, I was looking at it earlier today. You know, has there ever been a team that spent this much money that's been this bad? I mean – Right down the list, Machado, Tatis, Soto, Bogarts, Darvish, Musgrove, Snell. They paid Hater like Cronenworth Maybe got the a Mets huge deal. This year? Like, <laughs> it's in the Mets and the Padres are right up there with each right? other. Right, and, and like all of that money resulting in an, in an under 500 record, and now John Heyman's out there saying that they're open to trading Soto. Like, I know, you it's know, crazy. <laughs> like. You know, Jesus. So, yeah, I'm with you there. Manoa at 7,100 is interesting, risky, obviously, but interesting. I, I, I definitely don't mind uh, if you're multi-lineuping, there's that There's that one. Uh, can't do Taj Bradley. The strikeout upside's great, but just not this spot. And yep. he's too wild. Um, so that makes it a little tough here. I don't want to do Elder against Arizona. Um, Every Everything after Manoa is just disgusting. Could you could you get to Carrasco? Yeah, I would that would be I would say Carrasco is the lone guy down here I'd be willing to play coming off his best start of the year. And what what have we said about the White Sox all year? Right now, but here's the thing. Carrasco, you've also been the first one to say there's been a reverse splits. What do the White Sox have? All righties. Their entire lineup is like just full (laughs) littered of yeah, they have Benintendi. They have, I mean, Eloy hit the IL. Shocker. Like, that's obviously, yeah, that's obviously, you know, a 
downside. Well, I guess not the IL, but he got yeah. hurt again. Assuming an IL stint is near. Um, who do they have? They have Colas, and he's been yeah. bad, and they have Sheets. So, like, I know what you're saying because Carrasco is coming off his best start. We just have to remember, like, he does struggle versus yeah. righties. That That's the one the sure. one thing. All right, so that's how I look at the starting pitching again. I think we're both in agreement here. We like both pitchers in the Minnesota-Seattle game, whether it be over or woo. Yep. Uh, and then you're kind of kind of dark throwing around. Keller's the other spend up. Um, Scooble, yep. maybe if we think that he's going to get a pitch count limit. If he comes out and says he's throwing 75 pitches, do you have interest at 8,400? Absolutely. Yeah, I kind of agree with you there. Uh, are we fading Monty at home against Miami? Um, fading Monty at home. I mean, we didn't really highlight him. He's been very good. I'm not against playing Monty. I'm not. Ag- I think there's merit to playing Monty. I think there's M- Miami is really good against lefties. So like, I think there's merit to both sides of that sure. argument. No, we didn't, we didn't talk about Hunter Brown, but he's in course. So, um, always, yeah, I mean, no the strikeout potential is great. Seven, seven, six, and eight, the last four for him. So it's just whether or not he can dance around the, the Rockies and Coors lineup. So, yep. Um, all right, let's go to hitters. Talk to me about the infield. Give me your top infield hitters for this slate. Yes, obviously 14 games. There's going to be a lot. Uh, I think Otani and Olsen stand out right off the bat if you want to, you know, I don't. we don't need to elaborate Olsen too much. But Otani on gets, Friday hits a grand slam in the first inning. It's a grand nice. slam. Um, and now we get Davies, who struggled mightily against left-handed bats specifically. And he's a garbage human he's been bad so against, And he's a garbage Yeah, so it's great to stack against him. In Atlanta in this game, Truist ranked sixth highest in um, runs per game. You know, I think it's a kind of a slam dunk for Olsen here. Same for Otani. Same thing can be said for Otani. Rafael Devers should be back in the Boston lineup after missing Monday's game. Um, I love the Cincinnati Reds yeah. in this spot. So Ellie De La Cruz, who's now only third base eligible, by the way, uh, we lost, even though we called up uh, CES. CES all pro third getting- base only. So thank. Yeah, now, yeah, it's it's wonderful. So now third base only Ellie De La Cruz, um, sixty five hundred against against Anthony Discofani, who is another guy just struggling specifically against one split. And it's yeah, the you Vado there at forty six hundred dollars um, as well. Looks pretty good. Yep, I think I think the Reds are going to be a pretty popular uh, decision here. And then, um, you know, I love tacking some Michael Grove. You know, that's one yeah. of my favorite things to do in the world here. Uh, just looking at Baltimore, I mean, they're full, chock full of guys. If you want to spend up a catcher, Adley's heating up 333 over his last 10 games. Gunnar Henderson, you know, he has started to heat up again, 850 OPS over his last 10. So I like both those lefties in Rutschman and Henderson. Michael Grove um, against yeah. left-handed bats this year still continues to be trash. 345 average, 1,000 OPS, 430 Woba allowed to lefties. We know the Orioles have a boatload of lefty bats. Mullen, Frazier, uh, Henderson, Santander will bat from the left side of the plate. Adley will bat from the left side of the plate. So, yeah. Kowser, Kowser, their call-up. O'Hearn, Frazier, like they have a lot of O'Hearn, too. I keep forgetting about O'Hearn. Always, I was good. Yeah, I'm with you there. I think think the the, the O's are going to be a pretty fun team uh, on this slate. Um other guys, for me, I think if we're looking sort of at the top of the position here, um, I'm kind of with you there with the Reds. I think there's some good options to target them um, there. I, I also think that we could go um, against Trevor Williams here with the Cubs. Um, you know, Morrell, we know, has a lot of power against right-handed pitching. 
Uh, could see if maybe a, a spark for a home run out of him here. He's second and third base eligible. Nice. We're getting infield yeah. eligibility yeah. for Morrell second now. Second and third huh? base eligible here uh, for Christopher Morrell. Um, Bobby Witt's down to 4,400. I know I like Scooble, but also Witt's been hammering lefty. So um, yeah. I, I'm kind of feeling, uh, feeling that price uh, tag as well with some of the guys that you've mentioned here. Yeah, um, so Love Morell, we know he's a righty split, and Williams has actually been worse against the righty split this year. Um, I like that. He's just kind of slowed down a little bit, but we know he's... Uh, he's due. This is what you're saying. He's, he's due. due. He is due. He is due, and it feels like his due date is, and not in like a pregnancy sure. way, but his due date here is uh, on Tuesday, John, so I'm with you on the Christopher Morello. And then the value value guys, you've mentioned some of them already. O'Hearn, obviously, you're going to find his way probably into some lineups yep. here we talked about. Uh, and Canarcio Strand, we'll see if he plays back-to-back days or not um, here yep. for the Reds, but he's still min-priced, so there's going to be some options uh, for us there. Let's see, look at the catcher position. We don't ever really give the catcher position enough love uh, here. Anybody sticking out at the Rogers, Rogers gets a lefty. Yeah, Rogers looks pretty good. I like that. Uh, Haas gets a lefty and Lynch. Uh, I know. I know. I don't think this year that that split's played out as much. No, it but hasn't. In the you know basically his entire career it has. So uh, could be a good spot there. And you mentioned Rogers as well, obviously. And then you can go spend up for the for the uh, Braves. There, I mean Murphy and Darno are both just elite elite bats. So uh, anybody else in the infield for you? Um, I like some Tigers value getting going up against Lynch. Uh, Andy Ibanez has been good against um, left-handed okay. pitching. Torkelson hits lefties. We well didn't mention Houston, Rogers. but I mean they're in course. So I mean, Dubon, Abreu, Bregman, Pena is yeah. on the IL, right? Did he go on the IL? Uh, he's day to day. Um, Week something on yeah. Sunday, so nothing official. Abreu thirty seven hundred. That's really good value. Yeah, and your Diaz forty four, Dubon forty two. Abreu is the cheapest infielder that the uh, that the Astros have. And the, and the Astros players. are pitching uh, Noah Davis here, uh, who just gave up eleven hits, nine earned in his last start against the Angels. He's giving up. He's giving up a total of twenty one earned runs on twenty three hits. Over his last uh, nine innings pitched, is that not good? No, his last three fantasy oh, point okay. games: minus fourteen, <laughs> minus two, minus ten. So, uh, Houston, <laughs> we have a problem. Houston, Ro- Col- Col- no, Col- Colorado, you got a problem? Yeah, Colorado, uh, yeah, there's Houston problem. Anyway, so anyways, yeah, Houston, Houston guys are all pretty, are all looking pretty good. <laughs> Um, you know, Bregman at 49, the most expensive of the group. Um, yep. so let's see, when's Altuve going back? Altuve ran the bases before Sunday, uh, will travel, uh, but he will require more time before he's able to go into rehab. So, no Altuve. Uh, did we get Jordan back yet? No, yep. Jordan worked out in Houston, uh, needs a rehab assignment. So, moving on to outfield, uh, Kyle Tucker, <laughs> six. Yes, number one, number one play, number one play. dollars. He's gonna be so popular, dude. We've said this forever. When he is streaking, he is effing streaking, and there's nothing you can do yeah. about it. Like when he's this good, there's nothing you can do about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so in on Kyle Tucker, 
Uh, Anna Acuna, 66, against Davies here. Why not? Uh, the guy is an absolute menace when he wants to be two homers and a stolen base against the White Sox a couple nights ago. Uh, the show, hey, Otani show, 6,400 boogie bets. Yep. Uh, Corbin Carroll against Elder, eh, maybe, maybe not. Uh, let's see. If you're not in Amanoa, there's some um, Tatis and Soto are down here. I would definitely play Luis Robert 57, especially if the Carrasco True. splits continue. Yeah, to... let's just pull those out. We mentioned them, but let's pull them up. Carlos Carrasco splits on the year against righties versus lefties. Uh, righties are hitting 538, slugging 874, OPS, 12, 9 of the 12 home runs allowed. By Mr. Carlos Carrasco, has been hit by the right-handed hitter. So. Do I know how many home runs Luis Robert has hit against righties this All year? All of them. Twenty-one of twenty-seven. He has a, so he has elite numbers against lefties, but like obviously the sample is a lot smaller. Yeah. But that is a ton of home runs. Yeah, I'm pulling up the uh, let's see here. Uh, Woba against le- righties, uh, three seventy-two. Uh, Woba allowed for uh, for our guy here. Uh, 2.4 yep. home runs per nine, a 6.40 FIP against right-handed hitters for Carrasco. Well, things could be getting so things might be getting yeah. worse. For yeah, Carrasco. he's actually not even really doing all that well against lefties anymore either. So um, maybe I take back what I said earlier. I mean, it's still not great, but before it was very bad. He was very, right. very good against righties. Sorry, against lefties. Um, not even really the case anymore. Uh, 5.4 FIP, 5.4 X FIP there. Um, a home run per nine against lefties now as well. So, um, yeah, things other than the most recent start for Carrasco starting to go downhill. So uh, I'm with you there. You can play any of the guys over 6K, but we definitely like Kick Tucker. Ian Coors, as will everybody else. Lewis Robert, uh, another gun name about 5K, I think is perfectly fine to be in play. Uh, moving down into the mid-tier range here. Um, I'm get on the Reds. You want to go Fraley or Frito? Both of them are, are going to be fine for yep. me. Um, Bellinger hits everybody. He's $4,600. Santander, we've talked yep. about. Uh, also, someone that's going to be uh, probably pretty popular in our stacks tonight if we're going there against Grove. So that, that, that one works out. Solaire gets a lefty. I know Monty's been good, yes. but he's $4,500 against Jordan Montgomery here. Yeah, he's been insane against lefties. Um, against left handed pitching this year, 333 average. John. He has he has 66 at bats against lefties this year. He has 10 home runs. He has every six at bats against lefties. He's that's a home run. Pretty like, good. That's crazy. To quote, to quote our guy Mark, math checks out. But. Math checks out. That is insane. So yeah, Jorge Soler, and this is the cheapest we've seen him in maybe beginning of the yeah. year when he like first slate year. Like I don't no, know for sure. So uh, I'm with you. Uh, on there, someone just homing for Miami. Let's see who's who's the Miami. De La Cruz homing for Miami, not Solaire. So, not sure where we're at there. Uh, other guys in the mid tier range. Um, I think I mean got Jock Jams in Cincinnati against Weaver. That one feels pretty good. Jock Peterson yep. here, Confo- dude. Go look at right now. Yeah, Conforto. Go look at San Francisco's prices. In the they're outfield. all free. I bet they're the first. They're like the first fourth team. Uh, I mean, what are we doing? Gaz is 3K. What are we doing? What are we doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They all have good numbers against righties. What are we doing? Yeah, yeah. What's Weaver doing this year? We we thought he was going to get like DFA'd at one point. So 
He's been bad. He's, uh, he's been see, bad. Luke Weaver this year against lefties. Uh, 507 slug, 849 OPS. Uh, righties are just hammering him to 339 average, a 631 slug, and a thousand OPS on the year against Luke Weaver. Holy. So, uh, prayers up, uh, for our guy, <laughs> guy Luke Weaver here in this spot. Um, again, they're gonna throw a lot of lefties at him just for that lineup, just for the way their lineup is built, like Levante yep. Wade and yep. Bailey and Peterson and. Conforto and and Sable, right? Like, but like I don't know, Wilmer Four is my play. JD Davis is probably gonna play, so like, you throw some righties in there. So, is Chris Murphy? He's not a traditional starter, or is he for the Red Sox? No, he's not. Okay, he worked sixty-seven pitches. Maybe they're working him up to be a starter. Just looking at some Oakland guys like Brent Rooker, back on our Oakland-ish, you know. Rooker still can hit lefties well, but uh, there's not much else that we really need to really dip our toes in until, unless you see something like really interesting. No, I'm, I'm with you. Um, let's uh, go. Will Will Benson yeah, 2700 yeah, obligatory yeah, Benson shout. Uh, we'll find some more value when these lineups come out. Obviously, uh, Aaron Hicks 2500 bucks going to hit from the left side. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah, all that will be fine here as well. All right, uh, give me your home run call. Home run call is going to be Ellie De La Cruz. Okay, top stack. Reds. Cincinnati Reds. Okay. Value stack. I'm going to go Baltimore as my little off off the path uh, stack. I don't think a lot of people. I mean, you know, you know, I love playing Baltimore in spots where nobody does. Uh, value play today then. Value play today. I'll stick with Ryan O'Hearn with Baltimore and start of the night. I'll go with Mr. Daylight. Okay. Uh, for me, uh, my top stack of the day, let's go Atlanta against Davies. Uh, my home run call will be Matt Olson again. Let's ride it. Let's keep it going here. Uh, my contrarian stack, I mean, I got, I'll just go San Francisco then. You go Cincinnati, I'll go San Francisco on the flip side. That's yeah, a good one. That, that game's gonna be that game's gonna, gonna be get good. rained out, unfortunately. Probably it might I'll also get, it might also get rained out. Rain uh, start with that will be Acuna, so we'll just rock it there. Uh, let's build a lineup. Keller, I guess. Let's build a lineup. Keller and Wu. We don't have to. No, no, no. no. Keller no. and Wu. Oh, I guess because we don't want to use pitchers against each other, right. right? I guess. Yeah, let's go Keller. Keller and Wu. And Wu. Okay. Because it, I would definitely say Ober and Wu would be would have been the. We got uh, 4K, so let's go O'Hearn. Oh, they took away O'Hearn's other eligibility. Yeah, it stinks. I know. You can't use him at – I know, because then you can't play Olsen. Yeah. All right, whatever. Um, what's, our other, what's our other value here? Uh, Hicks, I guess. Yeah, Hicks. Uh, we could play uh, Giants outfield, Conforto. Yastrzemski. Well, we want, a, we probably, Lamonte we Wade. want one top outfielder here, don't we? Um, Tucker? Yeah, we want yeah. Tucker, right? So. Yeah, definitely. definitely uh, Yanni Air probably a catcher then. He's expen- He's kind of expensive, but you can yeah, afford him we have, if we're playing we Air next. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was our short Second base. Um, Gunner. I have. I want to play Ellie. Afford. Gunner is all a gunner. Let's see, Gunner and if we went Gunner and Ellie, I don't think we could do it. No. Yeah, there's not enough. 
cheap second baseman existed. Ezekiel Duran is now second base eligible. He's fallen off a cliff a little bit. Adam Frazier's the second baseman. Westberg. I mean, uh, Galoff. Yeah, I'll use, use Galoff again. That's fine. Galoff. Five K for a third baseman or shortstop. Let's go. I, mean, I guess that fits Bregman, I mean, right? Bregman and then Gunner. Yeah, that's what I got. Yeah, I got perfect. Keller, Wu, Diaz, O'Hearn, Geloff, Bregman, Henderson, Hicks, Conforto, and Tucker. Uh, gives us a three-man Houston stack here. Uh, going up against Colorado, we got our Baltimore stack. Uh, we got our one-off Geloff play, and we got a uh, San Francisco bat here against Cincinnati. So that's our first lineup. Our first look here. Uh, on the main slate, James and I will be back live at 5 o'clock Eastern to break all of this down for you. Uh, so make sure to tune back in here 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern time for another update, breakdown, lineup, going over, answer all your questions for all of you. James and I will be back later. Good luck. We'll talk to you then.